Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 298 of this Daily Study Set Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, Founding Doctrine Covenants, Section 121 to 123, in the week of October um, the 18th to October the 24th and today we're going to finish Doctrine and Covenants section 121. I will warn you that uh, this last part um, I could really have done a good few days on. Uh, I found a lot of quotes, I found a lot of things from this section uh, but I do want to cover a bit of 122 and 123 and we only have two more days left after this so we'll just have to get through what we can. Uh, but it begins kind of in verse 34 saying, Behold, there are many called, and but few are chosen. And why are they not chosen? Um, and then in verse 35, we think this is the answer. But if you read it carefully, it leads into the answer in verse 36. It says, uh, Because their hearts are set so much upon the things of this world and aspire to the honours of men, that they do not learn this one lesson. So that people get distracted by things of this world that they don't learn the next thing. Uh, President Dallin H. Oaks said, quote, I pray that we will not let the temporary challenges of mortality cause us to forget the great commandments and priorities we have been given by our Creator and our Saviour. We must not set our hearts so much on the things of the world and aspire to the honours of men that we stop trying to achieve our eternal destiny. We who know God's plan for his children, we who have made covenants to participate in it, have a clear responsibility. We must never deviate from our paramount desire, which is to achieve eternal life. We must never dilute our first priority to have no other gods and to serve no other priorities ahead of God the Father and his Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Close quote. So a reminder that we need to focus on eternal things of eternal nature. Uh, it was President Oaks that spoke in the past about good, better and best. There are many good things and many better things which we can fill our lives with, but we need to make sure we are making that we are covering and doing the things which are best for us and our spiritual connection to our Saviour and, and in keeping His covenants. But as we do this, or well, those who are not chosen don't do this and they forget this less principle. In verse 36, it says that the rights of the priesthood are inseparably connected with the powers of heaven and that the powers of heaven cannot be controlled nor handled only upon the principles of righteousness. Um, President, uh, well, Elder D. Trefuktor said this, quote, The priesthood or any responsibility within it cannot be purchased or commanded. The use of priesthood power cannot be influenced, swayed, or compelled by position, by wealth, or by influence. It is a spiritual power that operates on heavenly law. It originates in, in with in the great heavenly father of us all. Its power can be controlled and directed only through principles of righteousness. <clears throat> Close quote. This important principle helps us to begin to understand how priesthood power is obtained, how it can be uh, made effective in our lives. Uh, and make sure that we always have it with us. Um, verse 37, which is quite lengthy, um, it lists a number of things which if we do, then we start to have the spirit withdrawn. 
It says, when we undertake to cover our sins or to gratify our pride or our vain, our vain ambition or to exercise control or dominion over compulsion upon the souls of the children of men, behold, the heavens withdraw themselves. The spirit of the Lord is grieved. And when it is withdrawn, amen to the priesthood or the authority of that man. Um, in this context, the word amen means the end of. Uh, and Enzio Bush said this, quote, when the spirit of the Lord is withdrawn, even in part, we feel it. Though we may know little or nothing about the gospel of Jesus Christ or the plan of salvation, when any child of God breaks any of the laws of God, which are the laws of righteousness, the Spirit of Christ, which, according to the scriptures, gives light to every man, will be withdrawn to some degree. Shadows of the darkness will fall upon the soul, and in this state, an awareness of what is happening to us is essential. Close quote. This self-awareness, this self-understanding, is actually a really key part uh, to kind of making sure we make or try and make the right choices as best as we can. If there is something that we struggle with in particular, identify the the, the path or the process uh, that begins to have the spirit removed from us. And if we can recognize that early, then we can stop any further uh, choices or actions which may lead the spirit to withdraw from us completely. Um, it is not easy. It is something which takes great uh, care and, and oftentimes requires others to help us and support us in doing this. Uh, but as we do that, uh, the spirit can stay with us for for a clear, a longer period and strengthen us uh, in this time. Um, I'm going to skip a couple here and just go straight to verse 41. It says, no power or influence can or ought to be maintained by virtue of that pre of the priesthood, only by persuasion, by long-suffering, by gentleness and meekness, and by love and pain. Now you see here, like the, the way the Saviour works, as opposed to the way that uh, the adversary works uh, a few verses ago with exercising unrighteous dominion and controlling and uh, hypocrisy and so on. Uh, this is how the Saviour works. Uh, and it is how we have the priesthood more effective in our lives. It carries on in verse 40, 42. By kindness and pure knowledge, which shall greatly enlarge the soul without hypocrisy and without guile. Um, Neil A. Maxwell said, quote, Mortality presents us with numerous opportunities to become more Christ-like. First, by coping successfully with those of life's challenges which are common to mankind. In addition, there are also customised trials such as experiencing illness, aloneness, persecution, betrayal, irony, poverty, false witness, unreciprocated love, etc. If endured well now, all these things can be for our good and can greatly enlarge our soul. Meek suffering often does the excavating necessary for that enlarging. My admiration goes to my many spiritual superiors who so exemplify for us all. In the world to come to these, the most faithful, our generous father will give all that he hath. Close quote. Um, these are principles which we need to be living in our lives. And at times we may have things in our lives which challenge us to help us become more long-suffering, to help us become more meek or love, or, or have love unfeigned. In verse 43, we were reminded that reproving the time with sharpness when moved upon by the Holy Ghost and then showing forth afterwards an increase of love uh, is a very important part of accessing the power of the priesthood as well. Um, we have to make sure that we are able to 
be corrected or make corrections along our path because we all make mistakes. We all sin, um, but we all need to make sure that we are reproved so that we can repent. Um, and that reproving, whether it's by an individual that we've upset or, or harmed or whether it's by our father himself, um, he can direct that uh, through the power of his spirit with, with love. Uh, but we must make sure that we are moving forward and making changes in our lives in order to feel that full effect. In verse 45, we read, Let thy bowels also be full of charity towards all men, and let the household of faith and let God virtue garnish thy thoughts unceasingly. Then shall thy confidence wax strong in the presence of God, and the doctrine of the priesthood and shall distill upon thy soul as the dews from heaven. Now, in terms of personal virtue, um, often straight away we think of chastity. Um, but in this context, uh, there is other meanings to the word virtue as well, simply just meaning righteousness. Um, and of course, chastity comes into that. I'm not saying it doesn't. Uh, but there are other aspects to this that we need to consider too, such as honesty, uh, such as love and charity. Elaine S. Dalton said, quote, Personal worthiness is essential to enter his holy temples and to ultimately become heirs to all the Father hath. The Lord has said, let virtue garnish thy thoughts unceasingly. When we do this, we can confidently enter the holy temples of God with the knowledge that we are worthy to go where the Lord himself goes. When we are not worthy, we can not only... Um, when we are worthy, we can not only enter the temple, the temple can enter us. The Lord's promises of salvation and happiness become ours and our earthly mission becomes his, close quote. The power of personal righteousness is something which is something that when you don't have it, sometimes you can forget that it's not there. And that's sometimes the issue. And that's how sometimes people um, cannot be chosen, um, that because they have lost that feeling and lost that strength, they no longer can perform what the Lord desires them to do. So we need to, each of our, every day of our lives, be in prayer and use the scriptures as our guide to help us to stay close to that spirit. The sacrament is such a key part of our weekly worship so that we can feel that cleansing effect. But we have to be prepared for it. Uh, and that doesn't mean being perfect. Uh, I loved um, the, the, the talk given by Bradley R. Wilcox, um, or Brad R. Wilcox uh, at the General Conference, this idea of being worthy, I think sometimes we, we misunderstand to be meaning perfect. Of course, it does mean that we need to be making the right choices or striving to make the right choices. And when we make the wrong choices, getting on our knees instantly and, and recognizing that and trying to change our ways. Um, and as we do that, um, then we can start to make our way back. And we are showing that we are worthy in our efforts to make those changes. Uh, thank you very much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to follow the podcast on Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.